Welcome to the show. Here we are. Shout out to my friend Toby for my shoes. I feel cool every time I wear them. And because I didn't pay for them, it makes sense because I don't have respect for shoes. I like shoes, but I'll do stuff like I was trying to make the sauna today, put the sauna together. I've been trying to unpack the house for the. F I finally feel like I have enough energy to finish the house I feel like moving and all mm -hmm. the things that happened just we just moved in and we made the bed and the you know like the kids rooms and stuff and I understand the garage has just been this stack of crap yeah my house is about 80 percent set up okay and I've lived there for four and a half years okay I feel okay that's good good yeah okay so garage was not set up at all so then I put all the mats down yesterday took the sauna out and put it in the backyard. Uh, and then I realized the heavy bag should be where the sauna is. And the heavy bag is 240 pounds, just the bag. And I'm like, that takes two people. So I had to wait for a friend to help me today. But yesterday I moved all the stuff out and put all the MMA mats in. And then I realized that there's no room for all the stuff that I took out. It has to just go back in over the gym that I just made. So that uh, frustrated me and I put it all back in in a messy way because I, I was like, so you're telling me every time I want to work out in my garage, it's about 45 minutes of taking stuff out. <laughs> I got to figure out something. I got storage. I didn't even realize. I said to Katie, I was like, we got to put something in storage. We got to get storage. She's like, we, ha we have storage. I was like, well, that's convenient. If I'm already paying for it and there's room to put that stuff in, camping gear, Michael. Mm. How many times a year do I go camping? I think of you as an avid camper. Right? I think of you as the kind of guy who on I'm like a, a Leyland brother. On a, uh, sure, everybody gets that reference. Ask the Leyland brothers, Google it. On a, a balmy spring evening is the kind of guy who will say, hey, Katie, what say we sleep in the front lawn tonight? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what we should be doing. Yeah, I'll catch us a squirrel. I've got, I think, three tents, uh -huh. which is handy because, yeah, I don't know. I'm not camping. I don't know anybody that's going camping, but I have I have three tents. <laughs> right. And camping. I'm not going camping with anyone. I'm not going camping, yeah. but I'm doubly not going camping with anyone else. Right? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't want to do it. I really want to camp with my family. If I was going to camp, it'd probably just be I was going to say me storming off. I guess the more likely scenario is me getting kicked out of the house. <laughs> I liked camping when I was a kid because when you got your own tent, it was like the first time you had your own house. Right. But now that I have my own house, Right. The allure. No. Yeah, is. the allure's gone. Mm. Right. Because a house, 
There's so many a house things is like, that is better than a tent. A house is like a gigantic tent. But nice. With, with a floor and yeah, plumbing floor. and television. Yeah, that, te- oof, that television and that plumbing, let yeah. me tell you, after mm. a while in that tent, right. also, why do you miss it? that I don't need to build. Campers are so offended at <laughs> us right now. They're like city boys. City boys. Hey, more, more urban grime yeah. for us. So Look, this- I used to sleep in all kinds of stuff. Hammocks I, I in the did. bushes, like wake up with. I remember what I rolled over in the hammock, and it had a fly. I had a fly screen thing over the top of it, so I was encapsulated. And I rolled over in the night, and my face was up against the mesh instead of the thing that you lie on. And all the mosquitoes could get to one side of my face, and they <laughs> ate my face. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning with banana back. You know when you get your because you slept in a in a reverse banana. Like no. a, I, in a back arch that was, you know, in a hammock with my stomach uh, down. Yeah, all right. So I was like that oh, with my boy. face, mosquitoes, bit all this, and back-breaking stretch thing, but it was Easter. And I remember waking up looking for uh, chocolate with a swollen face. Aw. I didn't care because chocolate rabbits mm-hmm. make mosquito bites go away. I don't know if you knew that. Well, all this explains... Why you're so excited about your sneakers? Good, because um, I wrote that down. That's what I wanted to do to explain that that one thing. I just love Toby. I just think it's super. He's such a good friend. He makes me feel good about myself because he's such a good person. Can you're outdoorsy, right? She camps I, all the time. I'm constantly camping. Um, <laughs> while you guys were talking about camping, I heard a bunch of children, and I was like, "Why children so loud?" And I looked behind me, and there was a mob of maybe ten. Teens to preteens that Do we were have all fans. Is are, are, are the kids TRLing us? They were about to. Well, like the new Jake Paul. Yeah, they were breaching the gate. They what? Were, they were opening the gate to come in the yard, uh. and then I went and put my face in the window, and they all ran. Ah, well, excuse me while I go commit some crimes against minors. Yeah. What are they trying to do in my house? They're little. They come and they around in the yard. <laughs> With all due respect to your front yard, and Sorry. do what? <laughs> Cursed, wow. <laughs> there's a there's a tire swing. Swing swing. Yeah. And it is like, good. They like to play on the swing. It and I don't like them in my yard and they know it. That's Why good. don't you booby trap it? I've thought about it. Put poopy on the rope. Ooh. Poopy on your hand in a swing is like you'll never go there again. That's such a good idea. Thank you. What if I just put turds on the seat? Is it assault if you shoot them with this with the salt gun? Is it assault? Yeah, it's assault, assault. Yeah, but it's not assault, assault. Yeah. You're guilty of seasoning. Like, will the police arrest me for shooting them with the salt gun? You're guilty of seasoning a minor. Bug assault. If anybody wants to... Is there anybody listening that's a police officer and is aware of the bug assault gun? Can I shoot a child who's entered my my domain? I was never even deputized to go help track down an outlaw, and I know for a fact that's a crime. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. For sure, yeah. All right. Yeah. What if I spray them with a hose? What about a boomerang? And I go, oh, mate, this is, you know, I mean, this is, I was just, this is how Australians <laughs> say hello. I think you could probably he make misread a me. compelling case that you were practicing your religion. And that that I was would, worshiping that would my be. boomerang. <laughs> yeah. and worshiping kids, your God with your boomerang. Yeah. Every afternoon I come out and yes. worship. Your Australian God is 
koala bees. <laughs> and he's a it's, giant koala. You just need a statue of a koala holding a foster skin. And he has a big belly. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what's the guy with the beads? The guy with the beads. He's uh, super happy. The girl's gone wild, dude? Nah, people <laughs> pray to him. They don't pray to him. Joe Francis? Nah, the bald, he's a monkey looking guy. Bald monkey looking. They make statues of him. He's got a Pitbull? belly. Who? Pitbull. Pitbull? The rapper? He's probably had some beads. Nah. Are you looking for Buddha? He's, yeah, 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 Buddha. He's a monkey looking dude with beads? Yeah, man, he wears I like a bearded, been... he wears bead, bead necklaces <laughs> and he wears like a towel for a, a T-shirt. I think you've been shopping at the discount Buddha store. What are you talking about? It's some off-brand Buddhas. Buddha is a fat guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got beads and he wear, and Which, he does he does the leg crossing thing when he sits. Yeah, he might have invented that. It's mm -hmm. possible. We should be saying Buddha style when you sit like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, but he he seems pretty cool, but ko koala bee is is cooler. Even cooler, yeah. Because yeah, and he has like gum leaves and stuff. Yeah, he's like Buddha, but stoned. Yeah. I yeah. get it. Combining all the best elements of Buddhism, Rastafarianism, yeah. and, and your homeland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and best of all, you get to hit kids with boomerangs. Peace, and love, and Vegemite. <laughs> yeah. And you, can, and you can wing boomerangs at kids for entering your house. There are so many things going on in the world that we oh, ought to. Is there anything going on in your life that we need to talk about before nah. we? Oh, okay, great. Uh, it might be time. Death, Death, Dies playing it. Alice Mania. Well, this is the first time hearing of that. Right. Well, that's it. Hell Freezes Over. That's the name of the new Not album? in this lifetime. That was, no, the Eagles reunion tour was not, was Hell Freezes Over. Uh, oh, because, right, yeah. Right, and well, were they the what ones? What about Pigs Fly? Pigs, we, we could be Pigs Fly, because yeah. GNR was not in this lifetime. Yeah. And one of them, it might have been the Eagles, where they actually constructed technically it was separate stages because they all swore they would never stand on the same stage again for the rest of their lives. Oh, okay. Or maybe that was Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. I don't know. Classic rock guys are so annoying. Yeah, agreed. I'm over all of them. Yeah. Yeah, that singer of Led Zeppelin's always angry at people for sounding like him. Like, yeah. You were really influential. Don't be so bitter about it. And I just found out that Don Henley... mother will get there, so don't worry about it. I just found out that Don Henley... Don Henley of the Don Eagles, Henley of the Eagles, the drummer, singer, the guy he sang Hotel California, yeah. and then he goes, "I can see you." That is America to me. Hotel California, it's, like the sure. the accent and everything. That's just like yeah, America, and it just it sums it up. Even though it's kind of a Mexican reggae song, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is a bit of a reggae. Huh? It's a total reggae song. It's got a bit of an up. And then, yeah, kind of uh, more of the south of the border thing. But he really Californias it up. Yeah, even though none of the Eagles are actually from California. No way. Totals. But I just found out that, and this may be a little bit more nuanced than it sounded on first blush, with all due respect to the great Don Henley, that Don he, Henley paramedics were once called to his house to resuscitate a 16-year-old that was passed out because of all the coke and lewds that yeah. were in his house. Oh, ooh. Yeah. And then... He hasn't he, done that since... He got... 1969! That's Brian Adams. He uh, got charged for, like, endangering... Is Brian Adams Canadian? He is. All right. I know stuff. He got... Don Henley got charged for, like, endangering a minor by... 
providing cocaine and lewds What's to a 16-year-old. And then there was a 15-year-old and a 16-year-old who also got arrested at the house party because one of them got arrested for drug possession and one of them got arrested for prostitution. Oh, uh, no, Michael. Which begs the question what 15- and 16-year-old coke-using prostitutes were doing at Don Henley's house. Seems way more dangerous to be <laughs> the youth in that era. In the 80s? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Like, it's got to be way harder to... Do that now, or Dude, is it like not? Three different bands had songs called Jailbait. At least Nugent and Aerosmith. <laughs> and I want to say, because I disparaged Henley elsewhere, and I want to take this opportunity to say, I think what happened is the Eagles had broken up, and they were having a farewell party that he hosted at his house. And like, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You are not responsible for everyone at your house yeah. when, when it's the Eagles' farewell party. And he says, sure, maybe somebody invented a, invited a madam, and sure, maybe she showed up with fifteen and. 16-year-old prostitutes, but there was a lot of guys at that party and it wasn't me. And I knew it was a bad scene when I found a 16-year-old passed out because she OD'd on my floor and I could have tried to cover it up, but it was in an effort to do the right thing and make sure okay. she survived. I jumped on the grenade, called the cops and took all the charges. So maybe Don Henley was just sitting over there thinking about how great drumming is mm. while the 15- and 16-year-old prostitutes were using all the cocaine and lutes. Yeah. It's possible. It's just weird that you have a party and a 16-year-old prostitute finds it. Well, it's not that hard for a 16-year-old prostitute to find your party when somebody calls yeah. a, a madam and says, can you bring us your finest 15 and 16-year-old prostitutes? Right. They, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I see what you're, you're putting down. Yeah. It was a different. It was a different time. I mean, they probably still do that. Yes, but I think I mean, it has Pizza a different... Gate, Michael. Just, just think about it. It's just not mainstream, yeah. you know? I don't think... Yeah, okay. So it might have been... People had 16-year-old girlfriends back then. Yeah, exactly. And right. moved them across state lines and tried to get their parents' permission to marry them and said things like, right. hey, well, wow, I'm 16 at heart. Woo, look at my boner. You right. know, like, yeah. at least now That's people good argument. who do that. I mean, look at his boner. <laughs> people it seems who, pretty youthful. People who do that now yeah. at least know that they're creeps and act accordingly. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, okay, different story. Speaking of rocking and rolling, yeah. this lady... Rocked so hard yeah. that, like... She rolled down a hill. Oh, it's maybe at the end. Okay. This lady went right. to a Marilyn Manson concert. It, who? Marilyn Manson. Okay. Now I got it. She rocked very, very hard. Right. She apparently drank fairly heavily. He insists. And it's like the spirit of the devil compels yeah. Oh, you. yeah, right, because Satan... Israel and Marilyn Manson is possessed. You might say right? it's Marilyn Manson's fault for saying things like, I want to see you guys getting crazy tonight. Yeah. It wasn't oh, her idea. Right. right. No, you were just sitting there enjoying <laughs> a satanic. The beautiful people. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, I need you to get crazy. And you're like, well, if you say so, Mr. Manson. So <laughs> well, what'd she, she do? She drove home. I think this is in Canada. Wait, after the concert, she remained crazy. She drove. She thinks got especially crazy. I, I, I think it's cool to blame Marilyn Manson for things, but I don't know if he's... <laughs> did he say drive crazy after the show? <laughs> That'd be guys, a weird request. <laughs> Why you guys I need you guys to drive crazy on the way home. Why you get wild on the freeway? Yeah. <laughs> now, she... I might have my details a little bit wrong. Who cares? Drove into a house, yeah. which 
that's pretty bad, caused the house to explode, hey. which caused several other houses to explode. That's impossible. Which no, caused is more? embers to go airborne, no. which caused additional houses to catch on fire. Yeah. All in all, she was directly and indirectly responsible for about 10 houses blowing up, like seven people uh, getting injured, and, and maybe they're Red inflating jackets? these numbers a little bit between, I think, 10 and $15 million worth of damage. Nice. Is she blaming it on Marilyn Manson? No, she's blaming it on the venue for serving her. That's not how that works. She got, like, convicted and sentenced to, like, three years in jail? Yeah. And that sounds about right to me. Yeah. That sounds pretty pretty Hefty mellow. fine? I don't know if there's a fine involved. Because if you have to pay, do you pay back those houses or how <laughs> does that work? I don't think you could possibly. No, I would assume that they're, either you have your insurance or their insurance. I don't, I don't want to get into the technicalities of, you know, once you exceed your limit, who's, technically responsible for it but no. no i don't think she was supposed to be like utterly financially ruined by this so 20- what about everybody that goes to the football game and stuff they can't blame the football they serve alcohol there you well, can't get a dui and blame the football game i do think that you will see signs occasionally saying we will refuse to serve visibly intoxicated people yeah. there is a general sense out there that a venue has a responsibility to not serve the visibly already overserved unless she's got a video of what her. about if you think they're gonna uber home i think i mean it's marilyn manson but i think you kind of have to assume the worst that they just don't yeah they okay. don't okay. and that's why like at sports games it's really typical that they'll like just stop even serving beer like two-thirds of the way oh like really? a hockey game maybe first two periods none in the third period baseball game no beer after the seventh inning oh yeah oh, okay it's kind of a thing but she was, it doesn't say anything here about fines. She was, she pled guilty, was sentenced to a three-year prison sentence and, sentence, and now her and her daddy have filed a lawsuit against Ovations Ontario Food Services. They are liable. Hmm. What about if you're really large? Can you sue somebody for serving you food? Probably. Oh. Uh, the suit claims that the company shares liability because it kicked her out of the venue without trying to prevent her from driving home. So she must have been rural hammered. Right. Yeah. Kick them out and then make sure they get an Uber. That's what you're supposed to do? I guess so. Seems a bit... Th- yeah. Seems like ultimately at the end of the day, grown-ups are supposed to handle their own business. Yeah. And if you kick me out, I don't want to listen to your advice. No, I'm all fired up on oh, yeah. uh, If you're like, get now get in the Uber, I'm like, I'm definitely not getting in an Uber. No, I'm you fine. You kicked me out. Yeah. Get me a corn dog. That's what I would want. Speaking of... We should have corn dogs with alcohol in them. Mm. So you can get tanked on corn dogs. Who's got the time to alternate? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. See people dip corn dogs in beer? People are monsters. I'm against that. A... Famous, legendary wiener man statue mm, was. Mm-hmm. The Do legendary, you mean just a statue where they have a man's you're, little concrete penis? Your wife tells me she's met the wiener man. Wait, you know the wiener man? <laughs> I know the wiener man. Who's the wiener man? Wouldn't the, you like to know? I do want to know. The pride of West Virginia. I would like. He might be what passes for a uh, a monument there. Wait, he's a hot dog man. Yeah, he's a wiener guy. 
Oh. And he's called Wiener Man? Yeah. Does he have... Sneakers? Ball? Is he standing on balls? <laughs> Are those... I mean, does his hot dog get bigger at the bottom or it's just the angle? Okay. I think it's still, just the bottom of his wiener. It's like he's got a huge dick. Well, it's like he is a huge dick that somehow has a huge dick. It's like an optical illusion. He's wearing yeah. a, a sick... Do they make a vest like this? Because they really ought to. A bun vest? <laughs> it doesn't have to be a bun, but just something that's like a, a vest that's also a vest for, for your, your legs, legs yeah. but that allows all of your privates to be 100%. Right. I see what you're saying, yeah. That's pretty sexy. <laughs> He's a pretty hot hot dog. Yeah. Now, if he wasn't a hot dog, he if it was a sexy guy in that bun... Yeah. That would be pretty, be pretty wrong. So I don't know if I have the chronology exactly right, but I think what happened is the this is like a famous hot dog place. Is that correct, Katie? Oh, I'm not sure about this particular hot dog, but this hot dog man, Oh, there's several of these, like oh, okay. Home Depot, the hot dog stand there, they'll have one. He and gets the, around this And man. he always has that same purpose, purposeful look of determination as he dumps ketchup on his own head. Oh, does yeah. he have uh, mustard in the other hand? He mm-hmm. does. And he's got the eye of the tiger. This guy is serious about making himself as delicious <laughs> as possible. That mustard is pre-coming. It's pretty oh, horny. Sure. <laughs> it's devour me. I mean, he's naked with a a, a bun jacket on, mm-hmm. just pouring condiments all over his naked body. Like he wants it. Yeah, yeah. He's like a one-man bachelor party. What's the beef with uh, this guy? I see what you did there. There was a fire at this West Virginia hot doggery. And I think maybe he was <laughs> hot doggery. <laughs> and he was inside. And I think some some ne'er do wells took advantage of the opportunity to run in while the place was not operational. They actually started a GoFundMe to try to save their hot doggery. Oh wait, think did they steal hot somebody dog? Somebody ran in and stole hot dog guy. So then could it they, not be considered as saving hot dog man? I think the fire was out by then. Oh, okay. But. Uh, I mean, I don't think the uh, the person who runs the hot doggery is living high on the hog. They offered, they said he's a local legend, this hot dog guy, this wiener man, and they offered um, a reward of $400. Nah. But then I think. I'm keeping it. Well. That's worth more than 400 for me. I think. If I had that in the studio right now, I'd be pumped. We, well, you said they have him at Home Depot. Let's get a wiener man in here. Can we get a wiener man, Katie? I bet we could acquire one. The one that I saw at Home Depot was like a part of the wiener cart there. I don't want a wiener cart. No. Yeah. It was I just trying, want a wiener man. I yeah. just want straight up wiener. He was there What's to t- titillate you. <laughs> I feel you, Michael. <laughs> Hot dogs are so good, man. I don't think that. They're so underrated. They're so good. I disagree. Hot dogs, a good, if, you, if we're just throwing a barbecue in the backyard and you're, yeah. not, you're not like a chef, you're not doing anything special, you're just throwing patties on the grill yeah. and throwing dogs on the grill, yeah. I'm here to say that one is just as good as the other. No. No, because your hot dogs are, are pretty bad. And onion rings are better than french fries. No. I came to this realization. I came That's to this realization. insane. I came, of course they are. No, they're not. <laughs> they are. Potatoes yeah. are like glorious. I come from potato people. So I guess I. we both come from potato yeah. people. I came to this realization. I was at a barbecue. Who comes from onion people? Who comes from onion people? Who comes from onion people? Where do onions come from? I feel like onions come from the same place as potatoes. You might be wrong. You can't really find one without the other, right? They seem pretty good to look. If you want to grow something, yeah. those guys seem like they want to excel. Root veggies. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, they're not like these namby pamby nah. ma- mangoes yeah. that need the, to be like the pan. The pandas of of growing vegetables. No, and fruits. That's right. Potatoes and onions are the like the rats, right? And the mice, cockroaches, of the, of the vegetable world. Yeah. Tubers. Like, Look here, she. We yeah. grow anywhere. I came to the. Conclu- yeah. I came to these fast food related potato, conclusions she. this morning. I was at. We went looking for fossils this weekend. Wow. I should have brought one. You should have. You've ever thought about doing a TV show about you finding fossils? Because I am enthralled. We found what some, happened next, Michael? We found 15 million year old shark teeth. 15 million years old. 15 million. How do you know? I know because I carbon dated them myself. No, you didn't. I did. Do you have a carbon data? Are you accusing the guy? Yep. Yes, I do. Of no, you don't. Running you have a carbon dater. <laughs> Are you accusing the guy of running out every morning and throwing a bunch of teeth in his backyard? Oh, uh, is that what you did? Yeah, it's called Shark Tooth Hill. And it, I'm freaking out right and now, there's, man. You, if you just spend enough time you out there, a game. You pull, no, it's it's dirt. And you threw all the. It's dirt, and it has actual 15 million year old teeth and little bits of 15 million year old porpoise. Uh, you bought it. No, we found them. <laughs> it's like you don't understand. I don't. I don't know what's what going the, on. What the it's natural world is. You're saying you were outside in the outdoors yes, I went and you to. found 15,000 year old shark teeth. <laughs> there I was at Disneyland purchasing Fisher Price See, shark now I'm teeth freaking out. from Willy Wonka. So you did buy it. You did buy it. <laughs> I got my fingers are still all all roughed up from foraging on my hands and knees for prehistoric shark teeth at Disneyland in Bakersfield. Which could not be further from Disney. Where all the shock, where all the fossils are. Yes, because the entire west coast of America, millions of years ago, was underwater. Nah. But supposedly now man is making the the ice melt. I actually don't understand how it is true that we're making it worse, but it actually used to be a trillion times worse. I saw Leonardo DiCaprio tell me that um, the ice caps... <coughs> Or, or uh, what, 2,100 were done. Gone, yeah. I finally finished. I don't know what that means, though. It, like, I don't know what to not what to not do. Any, just like anything. Just stand still. There's almost, Can even I if eat? you, even standing still in your home, you're contributing to the problem. <sighs> so a sauna is probably a bad idea. The worst. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the only thing worse would be to literally dump it on top of an iceberg. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that. So I finally finished watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, it's right? fun. It is fun. Can you I? You couldn't do it in one sitting, huh? I was watching it on a plane. We landed. Ah. Uh, can I, I? Can I spoiler alert it? Yeah, I saw it. Right. Uh, I was thinking more of the millions of people who will be enjoying this. Millions. <laughs> so, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Brad Pitt's in that too. Right. Right. Critical point. Yeah. Tarantino Why? made it. Yeah. Brad Pitt's in it. Yeah. Hitler goes to a movie or something, and Brad Pitt sets the whole movie theater on fire and kills all the Nazis, including Hitler, right? Yeah. His, historically That's inaccurate. That's a spoiler alert for another movie. It is. That was even older. You I didn't think, alert anyone I think for if that. we can do okay. Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood, I can probably do Inglorious Okay, Bastards. Brad Pitt kills. Yeah. Yeah, right? And then? In, in actual fact... Hitler did not burn down in a movie theater, but actually killed millions of people and was a really, really bad dude. What? Yeah, the actual real life Hitler. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> what? Hitler? You're just Hitler did not, did not die in a theater fire. Oh. 
Well, he, how did he, he die? I thought he didn't die. I thought like didn't Tim, I know, Tim Kennedy. I know Tim Kennedy still. I think Tim Kennedy was looking to see if because many real talk. A lot of Nazis did escape man to man. From talking man to man, okay. A certain number of high ranking Nazis did manage to get out of Germany. Yeah, at the end. They, they went to and they went to Argentina. I think of course, knowing that they would be persecuted, prosecuted as war criminals. They got lost and they laid low, and that's that's like a true fact. So there's always been the idea that maybe. Hitler was one of the ones that got away. I think most mainstream historians believe that Hitler and his dog and his secretary wife, Ava Brown, took suicide pills and died in a bunker underneath uh, Berlin. Mm. But not before perpetrating World War II and killing millions of Jews, right? Yeah. So it was sort of like a wish fulfillment thing that somebody like a Brad Pitt, an American hero, might have saved the world from that. Right. Okay. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is about the Manson murders, mm -hmm. only in this case, the Manson family gets lost, actually goes into the house next door. <clears throat> Who's waiting there? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Kills them all. Yeah. The Manson murders never happen. You're saying so if is Brad this Pitt was really around for both of those eras that we wouldn't have had those travesties. I'm saying that Quentin Tarantino apparently has some sort of man crush on Brad Pitt. And Who doesn't? I'm asking, is every one of his movies now just going to end with Brad Pitt preventing a historical atrocity? I'm okay with that. Like, is the next one going to be him killing John Wilkes Booth or something? I would watch that. I think we all probably will. I would like it if he killed that dude that ate people. Dude that ate... He's so hot right now. Oh, Dahmer? Yeah. Like, do a new one mm -hmm. where, you know, he's eating people. Ooh, and, and Brad he... Pitt's gay. Yeah! And then Brad Pitt beats his ass like he did Bruce Lee. Mm -hmm. Why does Quentin Tarantino hate Bruce Lee? He didn't even meet him. Bruce Lee's a little silly. Mm. I can see where somebody may have wanted to go, yeah, 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 he's great. No, Why was he silly? He seemed like he was a little high in his own farts. What's wrong with that? I could see, where see what he did. Somebody may have said, We've been putting this guy on a pedestal for all these years. Can I point out that he's a little goofy too? Yeah. I so, mean, he's not as uh, full of it as, like, Steven Seagal is not as. I think Bruce Lee could kick ass a little bit. Prime Lee, Prime Seagal, figuring the weight difference, obviously. Right, because there's a big difference. Who do you get? I, I mean, want, I want to say Bruce Lee. Of course. But He's got all those trips and stuff. But all those little flicky things, they don't do anything. And it's speed. You know, and he's not a, um, he's, Seagal's not a kicker. Are you sure? Didn't he teach someone a kick? Yeah, no, that's not true. <laughs> um, but him kicking, I don't think Bruce could be, I think Bruce can get out of the way of that. Right. It would but have to be. He's still going to get inside. He'd have to he's chop so little. Him down. Right. And then when he gets inside, Seagal can get a, get a, his hands on him. And he is way bigger, way stronger. Yeah, I know Bruce, according to Into the Dragon, d did have jujitsu. He armbarred some fools in that movie. So ultimately, you think this is Seagal's fight to lose? It's just... Back in the day when yeah. you were a kick-ass fighter, you still had a lot of um, stuff that didn't really work because you weren't really fighting people all the time. Like a lot of karate, no offense, but a lot of karate is not that good in a street fight. Yeah, it's a lot of flair, let's face yeah. it. Yeah, 
So, but, you know, having a really fast jab and getting back out of the way, you could just win a fight with that in a street fight. If, but it's usually yeah. a grappling match of sorts. And if you have all these weird little trippy things that Seagal has, I don't know, they all look fake to me, Michael. Mm -hmm. Every time I've seen a video of him, like, grabbing someone's hand and flip, make, grabbing their cuff and making them roll over, it yeah. seems like the guy's letting him do it. Well, there's no doubt about that. We've seen the more recent exhibitions <laughs> that he's done, like, in Russia or thereabouts. Oh, where the, the real, yeah. The guys are absolutely really big playing fat, along with it. Crazy. But I remember reading this expose on... He could be on that 600-pound life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's getting up there. I remember reading an, expo an expose on Seagal in Spy Magazine a million years ago, like when he was a, a kind of a new movie star. Mm. And they said that he was, even at that point, they were calling BS on his backstory. And, you know, he kind of passes himself off as Italian, but he's Jewish. Uh, and they said that this person had been he like- he's Native American as well. He's been on any number of things. That when they- brought him in for like a screen test or an audition with studio executives for the first time. He was throwing guys all over the place. And the person who was telling the story to the magazine said, it was obviously a setup. Yeah. And he said, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe that the studio execs couldn't tell. Yeah. So do we actually have... Because yeah, back in the day, doing yeah. anything like that was impressive. Right. Do we have video of him ever actually engaging... In a contest. In, in con where we have no doubt right. that the person is really trying. It's an actual fight. Does that exist? I haven't seen it. No. It's always a seminar. Right. You know, And whenever you're doing the thing where your hands are flipping with somebody else, yeah. it's a dance. Like you're agreeing to do this. Agreed. Agreed. You know, if you're fighting somebody, you know, we now know from from the MMA where, you know, somebody that has good kicking, it's over pretty quick if you don't know how to stop that. Yeah. Somebody who has really good hands, it's over pretty quick if you don't know how to stop that. Yep. You know, you got your spinny kick, you know, wax on and stuff. It's not good for people that have fundamentals. They usually kill you. Yes. And then when now we know about wrestling and jujitsu, there's people out there where if they get their hands on you, there's no Wing Chun, man. There's no, what all those, to Tiger ones, I don't want to, who's the guy that was a Hells Angel that was like on the Stern show a lot? He had a show at one point, big dude. Huh. He was always at all the fights. Famous, Chuck Zito, there you go. He knew several different, um, <laughs> whatever it is. Mixed oh, is he, martial was he, arts. Was he bragging about yeah, his, here's what knew, I would do? He yeah. knew like White Tiger and stuff. And I'm like, you know White Tiger? Yeah. No. You're saying you things know? that a guy like Howard Stern would believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it was in the 80s. In the 80s when you're, you know, I think Pamela Anderson was into him at one point. Like he was yeah. some hot stuff. You could run that then. And you know, I remember him doing an interview on Stern and he said he's, he's well-versed in several martial arts and I swear... One of them was either a, it's, it might have been a crouching. T it was it was it was not a real martial art, and it was one of the ones that he's well versed in. And I remember thinking, "You're a big dude, yeah." And if somebody if you punch somebody in the head, they're in trouble. But I'm not. You're not. Um, you know, like I throw seven punches and you go, whoosh, whoosh, you know, Wing Chun, and and then I get flipped upside on my head. Nah. You don't, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. The line between uh, fact... He went to the boxing gym. He could box a little bit. Yeah. But I remember that's right. Mm. At one point in his younger days, I might fight in the UFC, and I remember thinking, please do that. Right. Please do that. Right. Because it was already past... 
you know, we were in the hundred. You know, around a hundred. Yeah. It was when, beyond, beyond UFC. It was when two. You know, GSP existed and stuff. It was. Right. He was obviously in a bigger weight class, but it was not a. It wasn't. It wasn't going to work out. Speaking of fancy fingers, mm-hmm. a another fake sign language interpreter has come to light every, every now and again. We <laughs> How see do they these. Do that? They're always fun. Well, how do they get I kinda, on there? I kind of get where. It's impressive. You, you have to take somebody's word for it. You know, if you if your last person moved out of town, you know, need a new person. But isn't there a license or something that you need to have? Maybe there ought to be. Maybe there ought to be. Obviously, there isn't. I just realized because you can just say that you're the person. This are was, they doing? They're doing nothing. This was in uh, in in Tampa. And what's their angle? Have they done it before? Is this the first time they do that, or is this a thing they they love to do? Is make up sign language? Well, the question is like, I, I, could you? Fake it as well as this lady. I'll be the judge. Let's see. Because I'll try. Because she's terrible, but she's better than I would be. Another sign language interpreter accused of signing total gibberish. This time it was at the police news conference announcing an arrest in the Tampa serial killings. We will be charging four counts of first degree murder. Standing off to the side, apparently translating every word, this woman. We received over 5,000 tips in this case. But it turns out much of what she was signing was nonsense. She waved her arms around like she was singing Jingle Bells, says one outraged sign language expert. The woman, identified as Durlin Roberts, has a string of arrests for fraud. Nice! Translating at last week's high-profile police news conference. I just didn't ask enough questions. Information officer Steve Hegarty told me the woman simply showed up out of the blue and offered her services. <laughs> is, is there a lot of money in it? I know. Like, no. why did she do it? If she's a scammer, she scams that so that she gets what? Addicted to fraud and gets to be on TV. It was just to get on TV, wasn't I, it? I think some people, it really is that big of a deal to Man, them. Could you imagine being a criminal that isn't like a criminal? It's more just you keep getting busted for like impersonating people. I mean, your main goal is you just want to be on television. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, you don't have a racketeering gig where you're actually no. pulling in money or, like, stealing credit cards. You're just, like, the, you, you're, you're, you're the person that gets people on the train, but you're not. Yeah. You know, you're, you're a waiter, but you're not. I, it's a tough job to want to be. I don't want to do that. I don't think I would have called. I could be security. I agreed. Because sometimes when I'm standing at the front of the comedy club, people, people just think are, you are. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, I don't know. Go in. Yeah, there's definitely less qualified people to do security than you who are currently oh. occupied in security. I told you, not in Brazil. Brazil, Why? because there's a huge wealth disparity. So there's like the rich things and then the not rich things. Yeah. And there's not a ton of great jobs for people who aren't like born rich and go to college and stuff. And, and here's the most important part everybody has jujitsu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but jujitsu is only good in one on one. I guess, but group fights the, not a um, good idea to go to the ground. The city that I was in, Rio, is crawling with guys in suits with cauliflower ears, standing oh, okay. standing in front of like bars and restaurants and okay. malls and stuff. Right. Yeah, it beats most of the guys that you're going to find at you know Boomer's Bar and Grill. Yep. You mentioned. I mentioned a lot of things, Michael. Earlier, you mentioned cannibalism. Yeah, I've always thought. That I would be a survivor, depending of on cannibalism. Life. Yeah, 
Yeah, I reckon you could eat me and I'd keep going, and I also reckon I could eat you. I mean, you got you got heart. I'll give you that. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I yeah. feel like, you know, if the kids were there or whatever, I could maybe cut off a couple of slices of me and chuck it on the barbie for the kids. Mm -hmm. Keep going. I think, practically speaking, what we find is that um, chopping off one of your own legs to feed yourself and others. That might be going too far. Ultimately. Maybe a finger. But just the, the energy that you would expend dealing with the self-inflicted wound mm -hmm. would probably ultimately burn more calories. If you didn't have the right tools, it could be a it could be a hard day. Yeah, you don't want to remove and eat your own finger the wrong way. Right. Yeah. So check it. There's yeah. a guy. <laughs> you know Jameson whiskey? Yeah. It's not my it's not my scene. I'm I feel like I'm supposed to like Irish whiskey and yeah. I don't. I don't. Carrie Hart likes that drink. A lot of people His like his son is named Jameson. There you go. Well, maybe Carrie Hart would be outraged to learn uh -oh. that he drank some whiskey that came from a line of people, including a dude who allegedly one time paid to watch somebody get eaten. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, this is a long time ago, right? How long ago is 1880 in your mind? A long time long ago. Long enough ago? Yeah. That's so, hundreds of years ago. <laughs> sure. There's, Pretty much. There's two sides to this story. Yeah. One would be, I mean, nobody knows what happened. It's like in remote Africa. Maybe the guy was dying too? No, 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 no. no. He was fully alive. One version of His the story is that he goes to going, oh, hey, I'm, uh, I'm Seamus Jameson and I'll, I heard y'all eat each other. I'll give you a bottle of my finest whiskey if you eat him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's terrific. Oh, keep chewing. Yes, oh, I'm getting really stiff now. You like, got hard over it, you're saying. <laughs> that, it was a sexual thing. That's one. Are you adding that that's or is one, that? That's the allegation. That he got. That, that Seamus was, Jameson was so tweaked that the only way he could still get it up was to go to the Congo and pay to watch somebody eat somebody else. And that was how he got semi-erect. <laughs> Well, look, <laughs> was that like a thing that you could ask for? Because it seems pretty off the pretty, cuff. Pretty standard for the wealthy. In That's the what it seems like. It seems like it, there's a different era where people uh, ate people in front of rich people yeah. and then the poor person got paid. I don't understand. How, how do you get paid? <laughs> right. Sort of you a hollow, you, hollow victory. Yeah, you died. Is this right. like an honor or? <laughs> no. So the other version of the story. Oh, okay is that he's traveling with like his wife or whatever and he's, you know, in the heart of Africa and he's far from everything he's ever known and like a guide or whatever says, you know, people eat each other here. Mm. And he goes, yeah, we've been hearing stories like that for forever. They eat each other. Yeah. And he goes, well, give that guy some money and see what happens. And he's like, there's no way okay. anybody is going to eat anybody. So supposedly... James Jameson gives the local chieftain like five handkerchiefs. Yeah. And the guy's like, those are pretty nice. That'll do. Stuffs them in his pocket and says, you guys, grab that guy. And they stick him on a tree. And then they, they got the per and, and supposedly Seamus Jameson was uh, actually lost his erection in the process. Right. But he was hard <laughs> at the start. It had been fully hearted to right. that point. Yeah. How was, the, how was Mrs. Jameson handling it? Uh, she, was, she was dewy. She was, <laughs> she was clapping. Turned out that was, 
That was more clapping the flaps. That was more her speed. Flap clapping. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's a flap clapping visual visual right there. Gonna be weird to be eating though. Uh, how do you decide that which one gets eaten too so quickly? Sounds like it was a quick decision. Chief was just like, boom, you well, get eaten. Like, that guy must have been in the bad books the whole time. I think every chieftain kind of knows who, who's, a, who's who an the, edible guy. The village <laughs> idiot, you know. Yeah, right. who's the expendable. Right. Right. You or, can or, talk people into uh, being eaten. Like now? Yeah, like a, you know what I mean, like a, a really mesmerizing person. They could talk you into David Copperfield could probably eat exactly five percent of his audience if he put right. his mind to it. Right, I agree. What do you think is the most tweaked thing David Blaine ever did? Ate his own poo. <laughs> cool. Uh, let's see. What else do we got to talk but about? Like with no hands. <laughs> he like did a handstand, like just directly yeah. in. No, never touched the ground. No, right into the mouth. Levitated. Yeah. Right. Just floated. He rolled the poop. <laughs> he rolled the dookie off his balls. Floated up over his shoulder. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> he caught it behind the back, upside down. Like, yeah, just whipped at it. Just like a shock snap. He went in to yeah. negotiate the deal for the next yeah. TV special where he sits in a, an ice cube tray for two weeks. They're <laughs> like, right. I don't know, dude. Nobody cares. We'll do it for like 25 grand. He's like, hold that thought. Right. How much did you say you were going to pay me again? What would you pay to see David Blaine do at this point? Because if he could vomit up a poo like South Park, I might watch that. What would I pay? Or well, I'd like if to he see... put his hand in like the one of those sinks where they the it, garbage disposal. Yeah, garbage disposal. Yeah. And then like everybody got to press it. I would pay to watch him go into crowds of strangers and do his levitation trick where he stands on the side where you can still see that he's still clearly standing on right. the side of his foot yeah. over and over again so everyone just calls BS on David Blaine. Oh, oh that's, I don't want to watch that. <coughs> I like the mystique of... You asked me what I would pay. Oh, that's fair. I met the guy. I found him full of mystique. He was mystical. Right? He was very odd. I he, he said, "Excuse me, I need to. Is this the, the restroom? I'll be right out." And I heard the guy go in, and, and then he, and he was he, just standing next to you, and he, he realized that he didn't use the door to go in. He was yelling at himself in a mirror. Oh, all right. by himself. He's getting ready. And I know, yeah, he was getting himself all blamed up. And uh, and I and I have said this many times, but I know someone have to who had the who had the pictures to prove she'd known him since he was a kid, and she said he's genuinely genuinely weird, oh. and that uh, that one time he made her dog like stand parallel to the ground somehow over the phone. No TV cameras. No, he just like, hey, what's wrong with your dog right now? Hmm. She's like, Dave, what are you? Oh, my God. Dave, stop. Do you think he's ever made his penis come off and have sex with somebody somewhere else? I think he's made his, if he could make his penis come off, he's made it have sex with himself. Right. Yeah. He does look like that. I get that. I would love me You to, would do that if you could do that? I would love me too if I was David Blaine. If you could make your penis come off and bone somebody, what would you who would you bone? I mean, I'd be on my list. You would be? Eventually, sure. Yeah, okay. Gotta be. Gotta be. Weird. <sighs> you just don't seem like that guy. I don't seem like the sort what sort of guy is the kind of guy who, if his penis detached, would sooner or later get around to having sex with himself? A guy that likes anal. I gotta do it. Do ya? Yeah. I got to see what me is like. I don't think you'd be set that pumped. I got to see what, oh, then I'll pump again. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Sounds like maybe you'll figure it out then with that kind of mentality. I got to see, I want to know what me is like in bed. Yeah. 
That's what it comes but down to. But that's not really the answer, though, is it? Well, you're asking me if I would have sex with myself if my penis came off, and the answer is the more I'm talking about it, definitely yes. Uh, I want to see what I'm working with. I feel like I that's feel mighty gay of you. I feel okay about it. I feel pretty yeah, good about yeah. it. I feel fine about it, but I don't have any proof. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I know, so I probably don't need to do that. Yeah. Right. Right. I just want to see uh, how, how I throw down. I would definitely. I would do it to would, people on the on TV because I would like to see their face when a ghost penis slides in there. Like newscasters. Yeah, that's a good answer. You know, today in the news. Whoa. Right. And I'm like, I know what you just felt. Right. I think a number of them wouldn't even break stride. Good point. They are resilient athletes. <clears throat> do you see Sal Masakela is going to be the announcer of X Games again? That's wonderful. Right. Is it should be his job. He should be the uh, the Dick Clark of the X Games. It even, might be, even if he has a stroke. It might, it might it's not even good. really Sal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a dead skin mask oh, of Sal. Tough, that'll be a tough season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, it's like owned by new people and people that are, uh, you know, in the game. Yeah. So it looks like it might, it might turn out to be uh, a cool thing. Well, they've tried everything else. They may as well try the credible angle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm amazed it went that long with how the people that ran it really didn't like it. Right. You know, like the higher ups were like, skateboarding is stupid. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, because that's the thing that you're investing Broadcasting, in. Broadcasting, right. Yeah. yeah, you've made like a 10-year commitment to <laughs> yeah. promote, right. Yeah, and it's not really a sport. Speaking of extreme sports. Yeah, that's us. It we're might. the extreme sports show, Michael. It might be time yeah. for this one village or state or something in India to. Have a skate park? To cancel their annual kite flying festival because action sports is more fun this is one of the most insane and horrific stories i have ever come across they kite flying festival they make kites out of children oh no they is it out of dogs fly the the idea is that the kites can the strings can cut each other and you want to be the last kite flying oh, kite flies yeah, they're kite fights. Cool. So they put, I don't know, I, I read the story like five times. Dana White should have attacked his wife with a kite. Give him time. And then he should have brought out kite fights. When does uh, slap fighting? The same weekend. When does? Kite fights. When does what? When slap. Does, when, does slap, when is the taste? We don't watch it. We're against it, Michael. We don't talk about it. I'm boycotting it. I blocked it on Instagram. I want nothing to do with it. Slappy White presents slap fighting. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, well said. <laughs> so they encrust the string of the kite with glass, <coughs> and there's like also some metal involved, and they end up with very, very sharp kite strings. And the idea is everybody flies their kite. My kite beat your kite. Now your oh, kite no. falls down. They but, go in the sea and they kill the dolphins. No, it's so much worse. Then the wind changed. Like six people had their throats slit. No. The kites wrapped around people's Are you necks. calling BS on news.com.au? Yeah. Wait, it happened in Australia? No, it was reported by the Australian news. It happened in India. Well, you know it's true. Six people were horrifically sliced to oh death my God. by glass-encrusted kite strings after a blood-drenched festival in India. Dude. 
know. You guys should have planned for that. At least 11 people died because a lot of people were doing their stuff out of uh, like balcony windows. Oh, and stuff. no. So I, I'm just reading the story here, man. I have not been on the ground in India to, to verify any of this or make sense of it, but they say at least 11 people died after either being sliced by the strings, it's not funny, or plunging to their death from the, the buildings. All in how all, how do you do that? Hundreds. Uh, wait, how many people were were uh, a further one hundred seventy six people sustained injuries from cuts and falls while flying the kites to commemorate the start of the harvest season. It's so hard to have a gay time on your own. Next time. Plus, this pigeon got injured. More importantly, yeah, he wasn't even in it. How do you jump off a balcony because you've got a kite? <laughs> or are you saying that a kite grabbed one of them and pulled them off the balcony? I'm wondering if maybe they were so scared of the what the kite was in the process of doing to them that they like, whoa, 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 and fell off? Nah. I, I mean, there's a balcony. There's no such thing as a balcony that doesn't have a handrail. Right. I guess some of them could have been on top of... On the roof? ...buildings, yeah. But still. Exactly, still. Yeah. But in, it's India, right? It is. Life is cheap in India, Michael. Sometimes. It's not there. Well, I don't think they intentionally decided to make it cheap, but it just seems like there's so many people there and, uh, you know, a lot of people die there and, and they got, like, disease and stuff, don't they? In. Like, a lot of people die and a lot of people have, like, extra legs and a lot of people have tree roots growing on their hands. It's like pretty tough there. Tigers eat people. It's a different street. In 2018. It's a tougher street. 16 people were killed at such a celebration. See? Reports claim. Yeah, so it's just, so it's minimum it's it's getting better. 4,000 birds required emergency treatment after they were caught up in the chaos. Why would they be there? I mean you're a bird, you can fly away. If you already know ahead of time that you need 2,000 veterinarians on the scene in case things go it's about, as, about as wrong as we... Like, for example, yeah, yeah like if you have a, a, a big music festival, yeah. you have to have a certain amount of ambulances there because that many people partying for that long, somebody is going to need an ambulance, right? If you're having a festival and you say, hey, um, we're going to need 7,000 ambulances, <laughs> I think... Right there, I go, wait. Hold, Tough to get sponsors. Hold, hold on, I'm not right? sure this festival is such a good idea. Yeah, like last year we killed thousands of birds <laughs> and 70, 17 people died. <laughs> but yeah, we really would love your you to invest. Yeah. Or play at it. Speaking of which. Oh, no. The fire Festival guy is back with another festival. How? <laughs> Out of jail. Is this just for a documentary or is it really people going to go? Would you go? How could you go? He's the guy that jerked you off. Well, I'd have to pack some power you get, bars. You get bad sandwiches, you get a bad tent, and you get rained on. Fresh off four years in prison. Straight back into it. Barred from ever serving as director of a public company and buried beneath $26 million in paybacks to victims, Billy McFarland is uh, following up the fire festival with hmm. its P Y R T, all caps again. So it's not part. 
He says it's pronounced pirate, Ugh. which that, even with liberties, that ain't how you spell pirate. I wish like a giant ape would come by and eat him because we don't need this anymore. And if you're saying, mm. hey, guys, remember fire? <laughs> well, guess what? Is that not the craziest angle to do a festival ever? And, or is it in this time, this wacky time that we live in where YouTube stars are the biggest boxes in the world? Is it the ultimate angle and will it be like the thing that everybody talks about? Will it be like a sold-out thing? Because everyone will be like, well, there's no way you could do that <laughs> twice, right? Right. He like, was onto something. Is Ja Rule back? Was Ja Rule going to be at fire? Ja Rule was, he, it's Ja Rule's fault. I don't know if you know this, but <coughs> oh, was he, he was one Ja of the, Rule uh, started this whole thing. I've met Ja Rule and I'm not surprised that he was not, I've a, met ja Rule. That he was not a details guy when it came to the intri- intricate planning. Have you met Ja Rule? We met uh, Ashanti. I think it was a li- I think it was Little Kim. The First Lady of Murder, Inc. They're so often those two mixed up. confused. Sure, some people thought Foxy Brown and Little Kim were the same. You had mm. more of a Ja Rule thing. I met her too. And so they all blend to me. Right. Those three. <laughs> Foxy. I remember, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but they were real stinky. Oh, yeah. But it was like a, mu- a B.O. Yeah, thing. I think you've told me that. I think that yeah. may have been Lil' Kim. Yeah, in I, Vegas. I knew Ja Rule to be a hygienic man. I'll, right. Say, right. I'll say that for him. Right. I don't have uniformly great things to say about the man, but I, he smelled just fine. Right. Well, he knows how to put on a festival, Michael. <laughs> Let me tell you. I just don't want to go to a festival where he's there. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but if if I'm at the festival and it's like, you know, oh, come on, my baby. baby. Yeah, I, I'm like, oh, man, are we at a loser festival? Yeah, I've made a horrible. Is that not? I thought there was somebody way more lit than him now. Oh, there is. Yeah, like you're supposed to listen to... You know, my, 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 my guys. Yeah. There's not my baby. That's all. That's nobody's my baby anymore, right? No, nobody's. No, now they're just babies. Right. Dub babies. Little babies. How's the baby? He's never been better. Thank you for asking. I would like to see him perform. Would you? Yeah. Just because I've heard so much and such a catchy name, Dub Baby. Right. You know? What is Dub Baby all about? The baby's a lady, right? <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's a man. Oh, well, then maybe I'm talking about Bahad Bahabi. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I'd like to see Bahad Bahabi perform live because I heard she's putting on a hell of a show. Mm. You could catch her outside. We've come a long way. Mm. Music? Yeah, yeah, Every all of us. I mean, Bahad Bahabi, mm-hmm. think about the triumphant story of her. She's way cooler than Dr. Phil. And Dr. Phil was like, you don't even know what you're talking about, yeah. little girl. And she was like, bitch, you don't know me. And then yeah. you didn't know her, Dr. Phil. No. You were wrong. He was dead wrong. Isn't it weird that Bahab Bahabi is was right. Oprah's fault? If it wasn't for Oprah Winfrey, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have, have Bahab Bahabi. We wouldn't have had, yeah. 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 Yeah, that is ultimately, I think, what her legacy will be in the culture is... Do you think that's the reason Bahad Bahabi is so successful? It's because Oprah is the wings, the wind for her sails? No. Honestly, I She did it by herself. I think sheer sheer chutzpah. What is she talking about? Bahad Bahabi? Yeah. Um, I feel like her songs would probably just be about like, um, I'm cool and I'm a bad bitch. And I think she, I bet she addresses the haters a lot. 
Because right. I bet she has some, and I bet she's got some real, suck it. some real good stuff to say to them. Right, they could probably suck it. Do you think there's ever going to be one more rock song that everybody who likes rock is like, yeah, that's pretty much classic? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because like I Except would say, me. I would so say you and I won't. Well, no, no, no. Because I would say the last one. I could be wrong. Yeah, what is the off last the top one? of my head? I believe it would be Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. How's that go? Dun, 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 dun. Like uh, yeah. I don't like yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah, that song, yeah, but yeah, yeah, they yeah just, but it they, doesn't suck. You're they right. did, yeah, they did. Yeah, it's just yeah. when, when they play it at a stadium, I'm like, yeah, that makes that makes that makes sense. That's rock. that's a classic rock song. But I think that was the last one that absolutely nobody debates, and it's been a minute. You're saying Metallica's last album didn't do it? I don't believe the last Metallica album. <laughs> or don't, I, I hate to break it to you. Shut up, Michael. The preceding nine. Shut up, <laughs> all right? St. Anger, Anger was not great, but uh, what's it called? The one <laughs> Master of Puppets? Nah, that was amazing. <laughs> but then they did one that was good uh, the, with, uh, with the big white guy with the frizzy hair. Tammy Hagar. No, <laughs> the, the music guy that makes music for people. The big frizzy Santa Claus. Yeah, he looks like Santa. Rick Rubin. Yeah, yeah, and they did Old Nightmare Long or whatever. What was that album? Death Magnetic. Yeah, they did Death Magnetic. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was amazing. I don't think was it really. It I don't. I don't think you're gonna hear it at a. Kansas City. Yeah, Chiefs all right. Game. Wait, no, they. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's more into Sandman's and stuff. It for sure is. Yeah. Okay, so does that mean we have to do it? Yeah, I think that's exactly. Could you imagine if we did it? Uh, you know what? The great thing about the world making absolutely no sense anymore yeah, right. is that Behave, like behavior. Rest my case. Yeah. Why can't it Death Die be have the last greatest rock and roll song. Why can't ever. we make it on our phone right now? Like anything is possible. It's right. it's it's scary, but it's intoxicating. Pigs fly. I think that's the name of the song. Oh, the return of death death die? Yeah. All right. That's going to be huge. It's going to be really really big, yeah. I'm going to have hair. I think it's only fair. I have Try Katie, can I have hair at Elsmania? I'd prefer you didn't. <laughs> I have exciting news for you about it, humans and hair, um, but I know that we're out of time, so I'll save it for. Can the, I have hair at the after party? All right, I guess it'll be dark. How about every moment that you're asleep? <laughs> yeah, what about when you go to sleep? Can I have hair? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> right, but what about if you wake up and I just put a beanie on? Will that be okay? <laughs> All right, but and then when you go back to sleep, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I got a fun story Giant about convertibles about human hairs. And by the time that people hear this, it'll already be on an episode that they can find exclusively at patreon.com/slash Ellis Mate. Love you, everybody. Don't die.